0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to a brand new episode. Hey! So I just finished watching Disney and Pixar's brand new film, Luca. And yeah, okay, so this movie was actually... It was a really cute movie. Very, very cute movie. I think I've gone over this before, but um, I am not the biggest Pixar person. I love Toy Story. I love Bugs Life. I love Incredibles. I love Cars. Some of the movies. But I'm like... I love it actually I really love Inside Out as well I don't know what I think it's the score for Inside Out and it actually made me cry because of freaking bing bong or whatever can't handle it anyway but so and I oh and I did love Soul I loved Soul um and so yeah so their newest film is Luca it is free right now streaming on Disney plus just like Soul was um and yeah it's It's a very cute movie. Very, very cute. It's, it's like La Luna, the, um, the, the, I I hope I said that correctly, La Luna, uh, the short they did a few years ago meets The Little Mermaid. That's basically what this film is. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was a cute movie. That's, I keep saying that. The, the biggest word I have for this is acceptance. That's, this film has so many undertones in it, but I'm going to say that acceptance is the biggest key takeaway thing from this film. So Luca is basically about this boy named Luca, obviously, who is a fish-like creature. Like, they call him a sea monster on land, but he's basically a fish. And he ends up, like, meeting this other fish, uh, this other boy named Alberto, who is also a fish. Um, They have this unique ability that when they, you know, go on land, they instantly turn into humans. They instantly blend into the human world. That's, if you're a fish... Um well, <clears throat> a fish like creature you will turn into a human a humanoid base, uh, basically a version of yourself, so you can kind of blend in with the human world um, it It was an interesting film. it was interesting because like they like they farm fish, so um Luca and his family have like a little farm basically of like actual regular fish. And um, I thought that was interesting because later on in the film, something happens that I was like, that's that's not okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, so, you know, Luca's parents. Um the Mother Who's Voiced by Maya Rudolph, which I love Maya Rudolph. I think she's I she's just such a great woman of color. I really love like all the things she's been able to do. The the I think she's Minnie Minnie Ripperton's daughter, I believe, but she's very talented, very funny. She was also the aunt in um, Big Hero 6. So she's played a very diverse range of characters. Um and I, I love that, I really do. Anyway, so she plays the mother, and she's very uh, strict with her son. She doesn't want her son going to the surface, obviously, because, you know, surface dwellers, humans, are bad people. Obviously, they eat fish. So, she's really worried about him, you know, doing that. He ends up meeting this boy, um, like I said, named Alberto, who, like, drags him up to the surface, basically. Like, he doesn't do it, like, you know, in a mean way. He, he just... Um, Luca finds his things, and so he's like, oh, I came back for my things, blah, blah, blah. And he ends up going to the surface with him, and they kind of form this bond and in this friendship, we find out that, um, Alberto's character lives in some kind of like, almost like a, like a little castle on this island, basically. And he's like, yeah, you know, my dad, he, he's away a lot. So I'm by myself, blah. And he has dreams of owning a Vespa. I hope I said that right. A Vespa, a Vespa, a Vespa, whatever. Um, sorry. He has dreams of owning one of those. And that kind of sparks an interest in Luca because he's, Interested in the human world, like, yeah, we can go anywhere together on this bike, if we get one, blah, blah. So, you know, eventually, Lucas' parents find out that he's been going to the surface to meet up with this boy, and they're kind of like, yeah, this is a no go, like, we're gonna send you to the deep. And it's funny because, like, the, there's another like fish in there that's like his uncle. Um, him and his, him and Lucas' father, uh, is are related, but I don't see how that's kind of weird. I mean, I don't know. I It's weird. Anyway. So I felt like... It's weird as in... Because they're so different. Like in their looks and appearances. That it's kind of like that's... Explain how they're related. I don't really know. It's kind of weird. that The uncle's like see-through. He's like um, in, uh, a, a bottom dweller um, in the ocean. So they want to send Luca to live with him for a while. Because, you know, they want him to get away from this this other boy. And this human... This idea with human world. Again, it's very Little Mermaid. Um, and so basically Luca decides to run away with the other boy they decide hey let's go to the main island because there's obviously like we could possibly get our, our Vespa Vespa whatever there so that's that's what ends up happening they end up going to the main island they meet up with this this jerky kid super super jerky. he's, a, he's a, a jerky older kid and then this girl that they run into which I don't know what her name is now all of a sudden just like Is it Julia? I think it's Julia. Julia. I think that's her name. Julia. Um, I hope I'm saying these names right. But yeah, uh, they end up meeting with Julia and she's kind of like this, she wants to win this, this, this competition. It's, it's like a, it's a tournament where basically you have to like, you know, eat a whole bunch of pasta. You have to ride a bike and you have to swim. So it's like three different, like a, like a triathlon or try, try something, whatever words. Hello. Anyways, (laughs) I'm not good at these things. Anyways, um. (sighs) That just shows how bad I'm, I'm not, I'm not a sports person, but anyway, so yeah, it's pretty much just him and Luca and, you know, them, you know, bonding their friendship. They have to keep it a secret that they're fish because if you find out, they're obviously going to freak out because like, you know, the, the town is like, you know, obsessed with like sea monsters and stuff like that. And... There's a lot of interesting little references uh, re- references in this movie. There's like a Donald Duck toy that Julia has in her room. She also, had the, she also has the story of Pinocchio in her room, which I was waiting for that to be a cameo. I was like, this story takes place in an Italian village. We have to have Pinocchio references, and there are. There's like two in the movie, I think. She has like a Pinocchio toy in the same, like almost in the same scene as Donald, and then there's the Pinocchio book. And we do get to see Pinocchio sort of like bouncing around like a little town, um, in, in like a like quick little fantasy moment. Um, but it's just, it's a really cute film. I think about, like I said, about acceptance for sure. I I got a lot of, of, um, LGBTQ um, plus undertones. Not just that, like there there were just other things in there too that I'm like, this definitely is a lot in this movie. There's a lot of, you know, undertones, a lot of parallels, I will say, especially to, to, to how I grew up. So I guess I guess I'll say there were a lot of like callbacks to movies I've seen in my life and 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 things from my childhood, for example, my experience. Um, There's also like there's a moment between the I'm not gonna give away the whole movie, but there's a moment between the bully and the two boys that really really felt like okay, this is like a this is like a a moment like this is like a a not okay moment at all. And there's also a moment where. one of, one of the boys, I'm sorry, I think it's, um, Alberto, who, like, basically exposes himself to Julia, like, saying, like, look, this is who we are, we're, we're monsters, you guys don't like monsters, you'll never accept us, because, um, I'm sorry, because Luca wants to go to school with Julia, and I, and, and Alberto feels threatened by their friendship, and threatened with losing Luca, he's very attached to Luca, um, and so, and Luca's very attached to him, they're very attached to each other, but anyway, so, um, he ends up showing, her, who he is. And I believe the bully, does the bully, no, the bully doesn't see. Um, it's just Julia who sees. And I think, I think the bully's friends see, not the bully himself, but the bully's friends, I believe see. And like, you know, they're like monster, monster. And he thinks Luca's going to, you know, join with him and like, you know, leave. But Luca's like, nope, you're a monster. So he separates himself from Alberto and that breaks Alberto's heart and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, they end up like reconciling, you know, at some point in the movie. Um, again, I don't want to give it away. Luca's parents do come to the surface to basically bring him back home. Like I said, it's very Little Mermaid without, like, Sebastian. It's very, very Little Mermaid. But there's a scene in this movie where Julia's father, um he's a fisherman. Like, you know, he, he's looking for the monsters, whatever, but he he does, you know, he, his work is fish. Of course it is. And so he uses the boys because the boys like know where the fish are going to be. He uses the boys to figure out where the fish are going to be. Again, he does not know these boys are, are fish. He thinks they're boys. And they basically sacrifice their fish. They sacrifice fish to get their Vespa. They're very, I think Vespa, Vespa well, I'm sorry, I that word. They're very selfish in this moment and I'm kind of like oh my god they did not just like sacrifice fish to get up to get a freaking motorcycle that's is that what happened that's that's what happened that's basically what happens in that part I was like wait a minute hold on y'all are fish from the sea okay you're, you're sea monsters whatever you're you're sea monsters and you about to just offer up this, all of these fish to this man you know what to get what you want you're selfish. You're selfish and you're trash for that. You're trash for that Luca. You're trash for that Luca. Um also there's like a, <laughs> there's funny moments with his parents because they're trying to figure out, you know, if their kid where their kid is. So, you know, in order for them to figure that out, they have to splash every kid with water. Cause once you get hit with water or any kind of water falls on you, you're gonna show your scales. So the parents run around this movie basically harassing all these little kids and tossing them into the fountains and, and the, the ocean to figure out it, where their son is. It's it's interesting. But the movie overall is very very cute. I did read a review of this movie as I was watching it because I was like this is a cute effort from Pixar. And I've been saying this from day one of you know when the movie went into, into production and I found out the ideas about it. I was like this feels very Little Mermaid very Ponyo. And I was not wrong. The only thing that like, flipped for me. I thought this movie... um, I'm not sure what I thought. I thought going in that one of the boys was definitely going to be, like, a sea monster. And the other one turned into a sea. Like, I don't know what I thought about this movie going in. Like, I, I read some of the synopsis, but it just felt like one of them was a sea monster and he had the ability to change you you know kind of how like when you're a mermaid you save a human you're able to become human i kind of thought that it was going to be the reverse effect in this somehow and that's not how it works how the movie worked at all but yeah it was a very very interesting movie i i like i said i read an article about it and someone was saying that it was a very generic pixar film and, and and I kind of got that vibe from it too while I did enjoy the movie and there were some beautiful moments in this movie. Beautiful moments. I, I love scenery. I have an eye for scenery. I love scenery. I always have. And there's some beautiful like scenery moments in this movie. The scenery in the movie is beautiful. I actually wanted more from the village. There's a scene where they see the train, and you know, Julie is telling him, "This is the train that takes me to school." By the way, her parents are separated, so she she lives with her dad um, during the summer months, and then the regular months when she's in school, she lives with her mother. and so they have like a, a clip of this train. And I'm like, I want more of this. I want to see more of this. Towards the end, you do see more of it, but still, like, I, I just wanted more from this movie, more scenery. Um, the way the characters look were interesting to me. I, I felt like this was something from another studio almost. Like, like visually. Um and, and I don't mean with like the the uh the the scale and like you know the uh the, the uh, backgrounds, I meant more with the the, the facial the faces of the characters, especially Julia. Julia to me was like, I feel like I've seen your animation in another type of, almost like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but not quite like, 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 definitely more like in depth and thought out, but it did give me that vibe. Also, the kids in this movie, like their voice actors sounded a lot like the voice actors in the Peanuts movie, the Charlie Brown movie. I felt like Julia felt she sounded a little bit like Lucy and uh, Luca, the main character sounded a little bit like Charlie Brown. So I was kind of like tripping over how their voices sound so similar to that movie, which by the way, the Peanuts movie is also on Disney Plus and it is a great movie. That movie would, if they could do a, a sequel properly to that, it would be Amazing. It really would. They honestly, they should redo the Charlie Brown Christmas special with the same like vibe because that would have been so cool. In fact, even expand it, make it like an hour and 30 minute long movie, add new clips, new scenes into it. That would be an instant holiday classic, just my thoughts and opinions on that. But anyway, yeah, this movie was really, really cute. I, I liked it. I thought it was great. And I, again, I wanted the Pinocchio references and I got them. I am sh- I wanted to see if there was anything Little Mermaid in the film besides having the same, like sort of same similar synopsis to Little Mermaid. I wanted more of that in the film. There's something something like more of that. Even some Finding Nemo stuff. I'm sure there's Finding Nemo references in this film. I just skipped over them because I'm not a big fan of Finding Nemo anyway. But I was like, I feel like there's Some reference to it in here. I'm just not seeing it because, again, this movie kind of like mirrors different films Finding Nemo as far as taking place in the ocean. And it's also Pixar. Um, And obviously, you know, the little fish goes off on his own. Parent has to go out and find him kind of scenario. Um, Also, like I said, Little Mermaid. uh, Then it also takes from La Luna. So there's a lot of different things. Pinocchio as well. Um, So there's a lot of different things in this movie that are just very similar to other Disney um, films. And so maybe that's why they wrote the word generic. On there, um, I don't necessarily agree, but I also don't necessarily disagree. I would say watch the movie; it's, it's very cute. I, I plan on watching it again soon because it is actually a really cute movie. Um, I do. I have to say one thing that I have to take away from this movie that I loved was the um, the opening score. I love the score for this movie; it's, it's beautiful. Inside Out was the same way. Inside Out instantly took me that song "Bundle of Joy." You guys. That song gives me, like, that song puts me in my feels. I know they revamp it, like, all over the movie. They, like, do it in different sounds. But just the song, Bundle of Joy, like, that track is one of my favorite, arguably my favorite Pixar song. Like, I know I love, you know, the the score for Toy Story, of course, it's iconic. But I love Bundle of Joy, just the way that was, just it just, it it kind of reminds me of something you would see in a Tom Hanks movie, like, Forrest Gump or something. It just... I don't know i don't i haven't seen Forrest Gump since i was a kid but when i heard bundle of joy i instantly like cut to an image in my mind of like of tom hanks sitting on a on a bench with a suit on like in a or whatever like that's what i thought of so i love bundle of joy if you have if you have not heard bundle of joy from inside out you are do it. Listen to it. Um, I do plan on listening to the Lucas soundtrack though. Cause I, like I said, I did love the reoccurring theme in that, that, that particular song, a few of the chords I did really like. So I'm probably going to listen to that one again. It was really, really cute. Overall, this movie is very cute and that's what it is. It's a very cute little story, but yeah, definitely the first thing I thought of was acceptance. I, that's just how it felt. It, it did. And I'm, I'm interested to, to see, I'm interested to hear different points of view on the film for sure. Um, yeah, I'm just interested. In other related Disney news, I, I, I might get back to the Luca thing in a second, but in other related Disney news, Disney Under the Sea news, I did read about PETA and about them, like, basically like being upset with the cast of The Little Mermaid, or not upset, but basically, like, trying to say, like, they don't want you know anyone eating any kind of fish or animals on the set of The Little Mermaid while they're filming. Um, I believe. Haley Berry, I think she's a vegan. Um, but they wanted, like, they're, they're trying to take control of, like, the catering for the film, if, if I read the article correctly. And I thought that was ridiculous. Like, I was like, hold on. Like, wait a minute. Do you really, should you really have a say in what people are allowed to eat on the set of a film that they're filming? I just, I, I don't know. That just seemed like a little bit... Weird to me. And I've never actually seen an article like this about PETA attacking, like, one of the live action remakes. I thought that was interesting because I was like, I wonder if they felt that way. How do they feel about Cruella just in general? Like, the fact that she skins animals or did they go on the set of that and be like, um, why are you eating a ham sandwich? Why are you eating? What is this? Like, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of weird. I thought that was really, really weird that they just, like, I don't know. Like, The Little Mermaid is getting so much hate, and I don't understand why. Because I can't wait to see this movie. I'm so excited. One, Hailey Berry is an amazing actress. Two, I think she's a beautiful girl. Like, to me, she looks like a Disney character. Like, everyone, like, I've seen stupid people say she looks like a fish. And I'm like, hey, idiots, she's playing a mermaid. (laughs) if she looks like a fish that's probably a good thing dummy but anyway i don't know i don't know what that what happened my voice just then i don't know anyway luca's a really cute film also sorry before i end this i do want to add that the little boy one of the little boys from the movie it um i think it's the character of eddie i think it's eddie it's eddie um yeah it's eddie he plays the voice of um what's his name in this movie what's his name what's his name I just said it. I've said their names a million times. Alberto, that's who it is. Because I was like, who are you? I've heard your voice before. I've seen you in something. And it turns out the little boy, he's Eddie from from It. He's also... Um, one of Shazam's adopted brothers in the movie Shazam so pretty cool um but yeah anyway it's it's a really good film I definitely recommend you guys watching it kind of go in with an open mind and I to be honest with you I enjoyed it enough I I would say it's somewhere in the middle of my Pixar experience it's not the worst film by far it's not at all and it's also not the best film but it's, it's somewhere in the middle. I, am not even, I might even do like a Pixar ranking at some point and then come back and tell you guys how I really feel about these movies. Um, I know Toy Story is probably going to be the winner. If not Toy Story, uh, The First Cars or Monsters University. I can't tell you why I love my, or, or wait, or The Incredibles because The Incredibles was great. Ooh, or Soul. Soul was really good too. Soul was really good. I don't, I've only seen that twice though. Like the other ones, I've seen so many times. I'm gonna have to come back to y'all on this because I get, I have to give it a lot of thought. But I know Toy Story, a Bug's Life, Toy Story 2. Cause I Toy Story 2 is my jam. Now Toy Story 3 and 4, you can kick rocks, but Toy Story 2 and 1 from my childhood, so I got the feels. Okay, I got the feels. Toy Story 3 gives me the feels in certain moments. Other than that, I'm like Andy, you trash. Andy, you trash for that. Andy, Andy, do you know what I would have done? for a Woody and a Buzz Lightyear when I was a kid. I mean, I had them, but like the the big ones, like I had a big buzz. Like the big the Buzz Lightyear figure. I never had a, a, a big upholstering Woody ones. I've never had one of those until I like I got old enough to get it for myself. Um, yes, I did. I was an adult when I got him because I was like, no, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you, okay? I'm gonna get you. And I did, okay? I'm, I'm proud of it, okay? Um, but no, seriously, I was like, Andy, the toys you have and you won't give them because you're going to college. What, what about your kids? You might have kids in the future, Andy. Andy, you ain't got no friends. Andy, you have no friends. Okay, you have no friends, you have no friends. Take your damn toys to college with you, Andy. Take them, they are gonna be the only friends you have for four years, Andy, you're trash for that. I'm mad at Andy, I'm mad at Bonnie too, okay? Because he told Bonnie in the third film, hold on to these damn toys, Bonnie, that's what he said. And in the next film, what does Bonnie do? I know this is a spoiler for some of y'all, I'm sorry. What is Bonnie doing the next you know what? No, I'm not gonna tell you what she does. You guys you can watch it. Toy Story 4 is on Disney Plus, okay? I'ma tell you, but Bonnie, Bonnie, you and me, we got problems, girl. Uh, I'ma get a little older, Bonnie. I'ma beat you, I'ma beat you down to the floor for what you did. First, I'ma come see Andy, I'm gonna beat him down to the floor, and then I'm snatching you up, Bonnie. You're getting snatched because what you did was wrong. What? I don't care what I don't care. Some of y'all gonna come for me and be like, now, wait a minute, she didn't do nothing. It was on her watch. It was on her, she had one job. It was on her watch. Bonnie, getting to get, Bonnie, you getting to be down. If not from me, from Boo. Boo, you know, that's who, you know, I'm not gonna fight you, Bonnie. Boo gonna get you. Boo is going to get you. Let her get a little older, Bonnie. She gonna, be, she gonna beat you down to the floor, I'm telling you. Her and Jack-Jack gonna beat you down to the floor. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine Jack-Jack <laughs> and Boo I mean, in the sandbox and Bonnie come up and be like, hey, can I play with your toys? They'd be like, oh, 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 is this what you want to do? Is that what you want to do? You know what? Mm-mm, girl, she would get an incredible beatdown. Do you see what I did there? Do you see what I did there? I know you saw it. I know you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, Luca's on Disney Plus right now. You guys can watch that. And I, I really can't wait to see what other people think about this film because obviously this is the first night that it was out. Um... It really didn't... I'll say this. Out of a lot of the, the other Disney things I've seen on Disney Plus recently, like, well, with, like, Soul and with Raya, it didn't grab me like those films did. I was I was really pleasantly surprised by Raya and the characters in Raya. That I just watched it several times now because I actually loved Raya and everybody in her cast. It was a beautiful cast. And the animation was gorgeous. Same thing with Soul. I've only seen Soul twice, but, it like... There's a reason it, it, it grabbed me and I was like, oh, OK, I, I can't. Like, nope I can't. This movie almost did. Like I said, there were certain undertones in this film when I saw those scenes. I was like, OK, this is this is hitting close to some areas that I recognize. And I'm a little bit like, wait a minute. But they kind of they kind of played them softer than I expected them to. And I'm glad for that because I think had they gone a little bit further, like I said, the scene where where the two boys are being attacked without the girl. That scene there, I was kind of like, oh, okay, wait a minute. They could they could really go, this could go left really quick. And they kind of just, they they didn't really go as far as they could have. Um, which I think was for obvious reasons. I think for obvious reasons. I feel like this film plays it safe for obvious reasons. Because even though we're living in a world that's, because that's, there's a lot of that talk in the movie about acceptance. And, you know, the parents are afraid the world won't accept Luca, which again, is very parallel to the LGBTQ community, um, but it's a QA community, but it's also parallel to other things as well. You know, parents in general, just worried about the world accepting their kids, especially if their kids are different in any kind of way. I'm not saying that it's just an LGBTQ plus, um, a plus sort of situation. I'm saying that these are things that, you know, like that other people can relate to too, even if you're not on, you know, um, that sort of spectrum. There are other spectrums that you you could be on that parents or people are worried about the acceptance factor. Of course. I just felt like there were certain glaring issues in this that I'm kind of like, okay, this seems very like, I, I see where, I feel like I see, again, this is not my, this is just my take of the movie. This is not, any official, like Disney hasn't officially, or Pixar hasn't officially said, this is what we were saying, folks. It just seems like that just, that's one of the directions, one of the directions that it could potentially be going in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, I don't know. I think because like, it, it does have a very generic feel to it in a sense. Yes, I will say that. Maybe that's why it didn't grab me as much because I don't know. Like I just, like I said, Ryan the Last Dragon and Soul and even, even *Coco*. Grabbed me when Coco, when, when him, oh, I can't, I can't watch Coco often because that one really does make me cry too. Like Inside Out made me cry the first time I watched it. I can watch it now and still get the feels and not cry. Coco, I can't do it. I know I, I, you guys have seen Coco three times and I cried every time watching Coco, and it's because of Coco herself. She, she makes me cry. Just the longing to see her father again, and just that like, like when she says Papa, I just like fall apart. I'm like, you know what? Damn it, like it's bad it's bad every other scene in this movie i don't like i can handle it it's fine watching her cry it was too much it was nope 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 (coughs) i can't do it i can't something about an older like an elderly person crying it, it, it it puts me through it okay it just stalls like for like when my dad cries I cry. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing. Like sometimes when my dad gets really emotional, upset about something, it makes me cry. Sometimes when my mom does, my mom cries a lot more than my dad, but sometimes when my mom does and I know it's like a deep, deep hurt for her. I'll like do the same thing a little bit, but it's, it's like, and that's anybody in my family, any, any older person I know that's like crying, like my my, my coworkers at work sometimes will tell me stories. And like, if they cry, I'm like, (sighs) Okay, wait, hold on. Like, I had a lady tell me about her grandkids once and how much she loved them and you know she loved her husband and um her husband ended up like you know sadly passing away and I remember just like she was like tearing and I could hear it in her like throat and I was like okay I'm I'm gonna cry this is it and so I'm like I, she's like why are you crying I'm, like cause you because you're you're this is No like you can't do that to me man you can't tell me a story like that and, ah, so but Luca doesn't do that for me. It, it, it didn't, which I was kind of surprised. I really thought at some point I was going to be like, okay, I can't. Like, this is this, this too much. Like, too much. But it was very safe. And it just, like, the whole, like, the whole Vespa, Vespa, whatever situation, I think, kind of threw me off. So I'm like, this is just such a trivial thing to, to just want and just be like, I'm going to go and live my life just being a runaway or whatever. It was very Pinocchio, sort of, in that sense of, like, Lampwick and Pinocchio trying to run away and just, you know be the best selves, I guess. I don't know. You guys have to watch it for yourself. But again, it was cute. Luca's very cute. I do recommend you guys watching it. Um, if I had to give it, I'd give it seven and a half out of 10, uh, on like on a rating scale, a seven and a half out of 10. It was, it was a solid, fun, film. And that's what it was. It's not really meant to make you cry. Again, I don't know because I I don't cry as easily as most people. I I really don't. It depends on the subject matter. But in my opinion, it's not a film that makes you cry. It's a a film that makes you kind of laugh sometimes. There were a few genuinely funny moments. The cat... The cat bothered me, but there's a scene where, like, the cat is... Because, obviously, the the cat knows that they're not human. So, the cat's kind of like, what are you? I'm going to eat you. So, there's a scene where the cat, like, jumps on Luca in the middle of the ocean. And Luca, like, just throws the cat out of the boat. And I started, like, just laughing. So, the next, like, the next scene is the cat, like, freaking out in the water. Like, you just threw me out. You just threw me overboard. And the the cat is, like, panicking. And I'm just, like, dying because the cat's expression is hilarious. Um... And then luca ends up feeding the cat a fish kind of like truce and the cat's like like i'm eating this but i'm still gonna mess you up kind of it was funny that was like the funniest part of the movie to me but anyway this movie was cute very cute so again luca is on disney plus you can watch it for free right now um it's it's i I believe it's going to stay on there. HBO, I know HBO will be on like for like, if it's an HBO Max movie, it'll be on there for like a month or two and then it'll go away and then come back in like three, four months. So, but Disney Plus, it's probably going to stay there. Um, I don't know if you can watch it in theaters. I'm assuming you could, but why would you, if you can watch it for free at home? Just my opinion. Anyway, that's the end of this one, guys. I will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, evening, night, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Peace.